Welcome to episode five of Power of My Life Chronicles. Today I have a special guest, a traveling CNA. We're going to talk about healthcare today. Um, her name is Teresa. Teresa, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I got some things to talk about with Kenny right here as far as the healthcare system today. I travel from state to state, from Virginia to New Jersey to Pennsylvania and now North Carolina. And up next will be Florida and Texas. So please, I'm letting you know right now, these facilities, the further I go down south, the worse they are. So basically, okay, so you said Philly. Philadelphia. And you would think when I say Philly, I'm talking about I work in West Philly. So when you say Philly... Those facilities, they, they, they're beautiful over there. They're beautiful. Coming from Philadelphia to New Jersey, where I had the reporter facility, because they were just off the rocker. Now I'm coming down here to the south, and it makes Philadelphia and New Jersey look beautiful. Oh, wow. That's not a good thing. No, the pay <laughs> is okay. The pay is good, but the facilities are trash. The nurses of today are trash. The CNAs are trash. They're ghetto. I've been a CNA since 2000, maybe one or two. I left it, came back to it, and got certified in Virginia. And then once I left Virginia, I started on this, this traveling journey because, you know, that's where the money's at. Right. So I done been in Philadelphia. I've been in Virginia, and now I'm coming over here to North Kakalaki. And let me tell you something <laughs> right now: it's terrible over here. It is, it's bad. I feel like I'm working in a drug clinic because yeah, the long, it's good. supposed to be long-term care, and you're supposed to be taking care of the old people. It's not old people; it's people my age, younger. I mean, because as far as walking through types of places like that, like we was talking earlier, and you know, I was saying that I used to work. My first, my very first job was, I was, I was doing dietary though. Mm, I was in the kitchen. I was in the kitchen, mm -hmm. but you know, when you get to know residents and everything, mm -hmm. you know, you become their favorite, right? And you know, then they want you to help them do other things extra and stuff. stuff. Yeah, extra stuff, and you know, going through just, and we were in the basement, so mm -hmm. we were in the basement. So I didn't really see as far as how everything looked clean. Everything was all in the basement. Well, the dietary was in the basement. Let me show you. Downstairs. I got a picture on my the dining room was downstairs. Right now, I'm gonna show you of the basement. This is where our break room is at this one facility that I'm at now. They're the paying. They're paying big bucks, but this is what the basement looks like. Where I have to go to the basement at night to sit into the break room. Because maybe the basement bathroom is the only thing that's working. This facility has no hot water. Mm. But how can a, a facility not have hot water if it's a facility? Is and this it's legal to talk about? Yes, it's going to be legal to talk about because somebody's going to have to hear it. Because it's a lot of facilities from from, from Pennsylvania. From listen from Pennsylvania until Salem, New Jersey. These daggone. What do they Jewish people take over? And um, I have no, no type of racism. animosity, racism, into mm -hmm. any 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 race. But 
these particular ones is the ones that's taken from the facility and taking these people money. They ain't got no hot water. They don't have no washcloths. They don't have no wipes. They have no nothing in there. You got to deal with the, the, the lunch, breakfast, and dinner is the bare minimum. They don't care about these people in here. And this is Medicaid and Medicare that is dealing with these companies. And this is what they got to live with. So y'all want to throw your mama, your daddy, your uncle, your grandma, anybody in these facilities? Y'all need to look deeper I mean, into it. The only terrible. the only family member that I had to go into, I mean, how would you put it? A nursing home? Nursing home, assisted living, I mean, long-term, long-term care. care. Long-term, That's what it's called, okay, LTC. long-term care. Yeah, that makes better sense. Mm-hmm. Was my mama. But that was due to... You know, when you get older and, you know, you start getting, you know, dementia and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I feel like some of my family members towards that situation was kind of like, uh, like, why? I mean, why you need to think that you need to put mm-hmm. someone in a I'm home not knowing how these places are? Right. This had elevator, vending machines, toilets didn't work that day. We had to go all the way to the basement and use one bathroom for all these people in these three floors in this facility. The toilets didn't work. The toilets didn't work. We had to go all the way to the basement to use one bathroom for everybody on three floors. Oh, wow. I was venting that day because I wanted to snack at the vending machine and couldn't go to the vending machine because it wouldn't work. I couldn't put money in and I couldn't use my card. <laughs> I was disgusted and I was over it. But... They don't have no staff here, so they paying good money. For me as an agency chick, I'm going to go and I'm going to work for them for the big bucks. I don't got to go back to them after that one time. So explain the agency. Agency is free will. I make my own schedule. I do what I want to do. I work at any facility that I want to. I pick them, whatever company I go with. It's per diem if I want to work over there for a week. It's in there. I go and work. I don't got to come and see that facility no more. Ever again, I work at my own free will. I do whatever I want to do, and I work when I want to work. They don't tell me; I tell them. So you basically you just get you get to choose. I choose, and it's more money in the in agency work than it is to go work for a facility. So as an agency, I'm getting the bottom of the bottom. They don't treat you that great because you're making more money than them. But some of these facilities, there's two of them over here in North Carolina. I wouldn't go back to. I'm going to finish. My days at this facility, but I ain't going back there. I ain't going back because it's disgusting. I feel as though I am at a drug clinic. <laughs> Nobody in there. I might, you might have 10 people. 10 people on, on that's long-term care that's old and need to care. Everybody else, they around my age. 40s, 50s, some 30s, 20s. Homeless. Ain't got nowhere to live. They got legs cut off because of diabetes or whatever illness. And ain't nobody else going to take them. This facility taking them. It's terrible. No running hot water. The meals. I had work last week one day. They had a hot dog. It was a Polish sausage. (laughs) Some noodles. About this big. And some broccoli. Just about all the regions ordered out to eat. So it's a rehab. It's a rehab, long term care upstairs. It's a rehab. It's it's a rehab, all right. Mm-hmm. A rehab because they're lining up and they got med techs in there and they got med med techs, med aides, 
LPNs and RNs all working on one shift. I ain't never seen that. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're giving out a lot of drugs up in there. <laughs> oh, oh wow! <laughs> they got all of them. They giving out a lot of drugs. drugs up in there. Yes, I said, oh my, there. I said, oh my! They getting drugs. They, that's what it is. And then they can leave and come back. And they get can more leave drugs. and they gotta be mm-hmm. back at twelve o'clock. They gotta be back at twelve o'clock. Oh, they in trouble the next day. And I'm like, why they gotta be back? They come back drunk. They come back high. Uh, and then they gonna come back and get high and leave again, and do it all over again. Oh wow! I said I thought you know the hospitality in, in down south is great. Shit. It's terrible here. I mean, uh, there ain't no hospitality. The hospitality, the hospitality. hospitality. I've seen it. The I hospitality said, down here it's is hard. It's so bad that it's, it's shit. Yep, it's shit. It's, it's shit. bad. It, it's it's terrible. You it's, tell me. it's really bad. It's it's nothing that I've seen up north. Mm-hmm. I ain't seen up north. I reported one facility, but let me tell you something about Philadelphia. Philadelphia is paying top dollars for their CNA nurses, whatever. I go over there and the facilities over there are so beautiful. I have never seen that many men as nurses, as CNAs that I see over there. And then I come over here. It's hood. North Carolina is hood. You thought Philly would be? Very professional. You got Jamaicans, you got Haitians, you got them from all over. All over in Philly. I mean, you go yeah, down I, here and you got Bonquisha. I would, <laughs> you got also, you gotta, you gotta think. You also got to think about that just recently they started giving people temporary license too. That TNA. So anybody mm. could get them. Anybody's getting so them So you too. might just, you may just be working with just anybody. You, you ain't pookie, working with no real nurses. You get Pookie from the corner store that didn't even graduate right. from the fourth grade and he is a TNA right. now. You're working with a drug dealer <laughs> that might just be giving out the drugs at the facility. And that he you're is at. a TNA now. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> he is undercover. Come on in the bathroom shower room and I got a quarter over here on the 8th and I got perks and everything else for sale. Mm-hmm. Y'all bringing in anybody in these facilities of the temporary nurses aid because you ain't doing no fucking background check on them. Yeah, that, be, that's you, that's. You could be a drug dealer, you know, or you can get drugs and not have nothing on your background. Child. That's true. That's true. But you know, but you know, living. since this whole <laughs> this whole COVID never, thing started, a lot I they never. they've been given a lot of leeway. I said to a lot of people, it's, but. I feel like when you in the medical field mm-hmm. in the healthcare, you can't do that Mm-mm. because you can't just have anybody getting well, just some- anybody though because as long as they don't have like no type of assault charge assault or no or but, but they don't but but, but that's, that's, that's the problem that's, that's the problem they don't really do the background checks not anymore they're they not doing them that's what I'm saying they have to they not have all of them. So many places like this facility I'm at, I know they ain't doing no back trying to have You don't know that. If you see the shades that I see up <laughs> in this facility, I said there ain't no Just because they look like they don't mean they doing it, I'm telling you. Child, they hire anybody. They might not have no I heard this one no. girl, and I'm telling you, I heard this one girl talking, and she was like, I ain't even got this, and I ain't even got that. And the nurse said, well, how you working? You ain't got none of that. She said, well, they ain't asked for it. You ain't even supposed to be working, sis. You don't got none of this. TNA going to a CNA. 
That's what I'm saying. You can do anything right now because they're so desperate for help. They hiring anybody. They go hire Pedro the damn rapist. It won't even know he a rapist until what, 30 days later? Mm. They desperate wow. for work. They're desperate for workers because they're short on this shift. I go in there and I got 23 patients. You know that is not allowed. One person with 23 people. Bitch, I'm leaving. How can you give someone care, proper care, with 23 pay people? How am I giving them proper care? Ain't nobody getting no showers. You're getting a half-ass change. Your beds ain't getting changed. You know what I mean? Some people, if you you sleep, they're going to skip the whole meal and say, oh, they were asleep. They're not even going to put in the effort to go and feed these people. Well, let me ask you this question. How was doing your job on what you do now and the way how the facilities were kept up and how the residents, you know, were treated and everything, I would say 20 years ago. Oh, my to gosh. Now. Was it worse? It was beautiful then. Are you kidding me? I'm talking you about, I'm, even... I'm, I'm, I'm talking about, uh -uh. let's see, this is 2022. So I'm, okay, 20 years. So 2002. This Kobe will be 21 and I've been doing this since he was here. He's 20 right now. This is how long I've been doing this on and off. And back then, when I became a CNA, if I had on purple drawers, I was told to go home. If my shoes wasn't clean enough, I was told to go home in that facility because they cared more about appearance mm -hmm. that you're bringing to that facility. The care was beautiful. It was, this is just disgusting. You got girls coming to work in Jeezy slides, pink. They come and they all come to work with scars on their head. You got the RN or the director of nursing coming in with pajamas on. What is you? What kind of example is you setting? Yeah. COVID coming around, you have a director of nurse going into coming in the COVID unit without no PPE on and walking out of the COVID unit, cross contaminating, going into her office and saying because she ain't doing patient care, she ain't got to wear the PPE. But then you tell your workers. If you're going to go in that COVID unit, you got to wear all your PPE in. You can't come out because you're cross-contaminated. But you turn around, you and the administrator, y'all both do the same thing. Mm. They do not care. Now, the nurses are horrible. They just do it just to say I'm a fucking nurse. They don't even care about these people. I don't see I mean, some yeah, shit. I, I don't report it. I, I, yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've seen, you know, some things when I was, you know, doing dietary, you know, certain, you know, residents just, you know, you know how some residents, they act a certain way. Yeah. Like they. <coughs> Let me tell you something. It's they get, famous... but wait, but wait, wait, they get an attitude, but it's really not them. It's right. just, you know, they aggravate. Who you talk about, the nurses or whatever? I'm talking about the residents, but it's because of the nurses. Because the of nurses, the care they're, they're getting. Exactly. They're tired of shit. Exactly. They're tired of So they can call the ombudsman. They can call the state. They can report. They can do anything that they want. They have, I'm in North Carolina. So at the one of these facilities, and I'm not going to name, another facility, it's all over the news, North Carolina where they went and found four people dead <laughs> up in the motherfucking facility. So what did they do? They found the, 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 the resident and the nurse on duty that was responsible, didn't report nothing, they ain't checked nothing. So another facility hired her. 
I call her Nurse Kevorkian. <laughs> they hired her. You just got fired because you had four people on your shift that was dead. And nobody even knew it. And they were on your time. So now... Oh, shit. I just facility, seen this show on Hulu called fa- Dr. Death. He, What's it, that? It, it's called Dr. Death. It's pretty much what you just said. It's a doctor that anybody that go to him, he uh, they either die or oh they end up paralyzed. <laughs> so... Doctor, what's her name? What you call she, it? I don't know if she's still open. Yeah, nurse for work. They got her as an RN, but they she's working as a med tech mm. until this is all over with. She'd have got dropped way down in pay grade from an RN. You was at a facility where four or five people were dead on your shift. And you Nobody even reported it until the next day. And then they hire you at another facility. That's how desperate they are for people. Then now that they're not caring. So before you put your mother, your father, your uncle, your cousin, your daddy, your brother, whoever in a facility, you got to do more than the walk around they give you. They're going to show you the good part. They ain't never going to show you the bad part. But I feel like is I'm glad you said that, but I I feel like a lot of people they don't think about that mm-hmm. because they, they they think about the the um they're being burnt out mm-hmm. tired they're tired so they think that you know putting your loved one in a facility is it's going to be better care for them I don't think I honestly don't. It's think the so. pressure off of them. They don't have to do this, so let's put them in a facility. But if you because you don't know when you leave, you don't know what's going on in their brain. You don't know. You can call up there, and nurse can tell you anything. Exactly. But if you are not that one, like if my mother was still here, like my dad, when he was in the hospital and something was wrong with him, I was on that nurse's station. I was calling that lead nurse. I was on it. What's wrong with my dad? What's his blood pressure today? What's this? I want to know everything. That's how I am. These facilities, they're going to show you the beautiful, the, the beautiful part. And after you leave and you assign your parents or whoever up in that facility, your parents see the part that was never shown. Mm-hmm. And it's terrible because at the end of the day, it's all about money. It's money. Oh, yeah. They don't it's... care. You got CNAs like me. When I go up in there, what they want to see, they want to see a smile. They scared. They're in some place that we don't, you know, a different face and their family. Half of them got dementia. They don't remember nothing. And if you come to work with a fucking attitude every day and you mad, like, come on. Mm-hmm. I can't see myself because at the end of the day, that's going to be me in a couple of years. I'm going to be old. Right. I'm going to want somebody like me to come and take care of me genuinely instead right. of doing it for a paycheck. Like, I um, I only can say this because it's the only the only person that I, that I know that was actually in one of those facilities. And that was my mama. Oh, I see. Where she was at? It was in uh, Chester. Oh, okay. Philly somewhere. But... I remember one day, I think it was me and my dad went to go visit. Mm. And you know, when you see bruises. Oh, you better be, you better go question. I said, and I don't, I don't even know if, because I was, I was young then. I was probably like, I don't know, probably like 13, 14. Mm. And you know, you 13, 14, you, you know. Whatever you say don't matter. Right. I don't know if my dad said anything. 
But all I remember is I said, um, I said, Dad, what what happened? I said, you look, you see my mom's thing, like her her arm is bruised. Mm-hmm. And me and I'm I was a a smart for a thirteen year old. Right. Everything that was going on at the time, I knew exactly what was going on. A lot of people don't know this. You know it now because it's on a podcast. Exactly. But <laughs> I was not dumb. I knew right. everything that was going on back then. Mm-hmm. So when I asked, I said, Why? You got bruises. She got bruises. And she was still, I mean, she wasn't, she was there. She was in and out. Right. Her mind was right, in and right. out. But you can't ask and say, Well, why you got this? Because they don't know. Because they don't know. No. They don't know. They don't know. Because it wasn't to the point where she was so, like, gone, gone. I had a lady yesterday that I had to take care of. And, you know, every time I go there, I don't know if it's a glow inside of me. I have no idea. But they always say, you know, you were sent from here or you were sent from there. And I can see the glow. And, you know, I appreciate all you do because I could tell you love what you do. It's not a chore. Of course not. You're getting old. So... I'm trying to turn her over to change her. She's got to do physical therapy, so I'm putting on her pants and her brief and everything. And I can't really touch her arm because I see all these bruises. But she said if you just touch her like that, she bruises easily. Oh, wow. Yeah. She said, since she's been here, she said, I got all these bruises from here. I ain't trying to add my fingerprint to her arm because she got a whole arm full of black, blue, and purple. Right. If you're in your CNA classes, and I've been in CNA for a long time, it's the proper way to roll these people. You don't got to grab them by the arm. I took her by her shoulder, and I took her by her hip down here, and I kindly took the draw sheet and flipped her to the side. So she was on her side, so I can go ahead and roll change her, go to the other side, and do the same thing. I ain't had to touch her. And she said, wow, you didn't touch my arms or anything, not once. She said, I love the way you just did that. If only you could teach the rest of them that. Wow. Because she got all these bruises on her arm. That's what the CNA class is for. You to, to learn some techniques and all that. Be bruising people up. Their skin ain't like ours no more. Right. You got to learn how to roll them. Some people are just so rough for them. And it's crazy. Yeah. I can go behind somebody and they scream. No, don't touch me. Because somebody just came in there and was rough with them. Wow. The healthcare system today is disgusting. It's terrible. They don't care about you. Temporary nurses aid. You got some good one. And then you got the ones that just don't give a fuck. It's a paycheck. And they're going to go in there and rough you up. And those are the ones that don't need to be in this profession at all. From state to state, I'm seeing them. Wow. Wow. It's terrible. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I honestly, I'm sorry. I, I, just, I just can't do it. I don't care what state... A mind you in, losing your mind or whatever. Mm. I can't leave the. I this is just me because I'm not there. I, I wouldn't be there. I can't be there all the time. I can't mm-hmm. be there twenty four seven. So, for me to not take care of my loved one, right. if. You took care of me when I couldn't do everything. Well, I couldn't I walk. I understand 
independent. I could, I'm, you know, I, yeah, I'm a baby, but I still, I, I had to learn how to do everything. But that's you took care of me. I'm, that's what, that's I'm what you're supposed to do at the end of your, and because you, you, you go back to that stage. You go backwards in life. When you get old, you're going backwards. You're reverting back to a child. So the same way my mama took care of me or my daddy, I'm going to take care of you the same way because you're going back to being a child. Basically. You're going backwards. You're aging. You lived your life. So now it's, you, it's that people don't understand that. They're not there to, oh, you dumb, you slow, you all that. And I'm looking at them. I look at some of them girls like, uh, I'm a whistleblower. So if y'all going to work with me in North Carolina, Florida, Texas, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Virginia, wherever I go, do not, Teresa Grinion, that's the name. Do not do anything shady in front of me because not am am I only going to check you? I'm going to report you after that because that's what I'm supposed to do. These are older people that's coming into this facility and they need not care because their family ain't got time for them. Don't be bother with them or whatever it is. That's what it is, and I mean I'm not saying you know, <laughs> not throwing no no jabs at nobody, but I just feel like if if you have a parent that's aging or whatever, and you took the responsibility. They, you owe them that exactly. because if it, it, it was some point in time, I'm not gonna say it was no no. It it was a point in time when they couldn't get rid of you. <laughs> they had to chase you, that, clean your ex- shit, exactly all that stuff. They you did supposed all that. you're supposed to. Bury your parents. Exactly. The, bar- the parents is not supposed to bury your child. But when you go through the end of life, because that's what it is. That's what it is. It's the end of life. Mm-hmm. You are supposed to reciprocate the same thing that they did for you and at the beginning I of am life. And here to make your end of life, your everyday beautiful because that's me i'm a coming and i'm going to introduce and i've had a lot of them say since i've been here and they say well thank you for coming and introducing yourself because most of them just come up in here and just start taking on i'm looking at them like at the end of the day this is these people's homes yeah so come introduce yourself let them know that you you are you're taking care of them until 11 o'clock at night or seven in the morning you're going to do this for them Mm -hmm. this is what i do i go and i introduce myself and this is you need me Ring half of them. The lights is gonna be in a drawer on the floor. There are call bells. Not me. I'm gonna pick it up and I'm gonna tie it to the bed and I'm gonna say, "Here, you can ring this bell as many times as you want. I'm here till eleven o'clock or I'm here till seven in the morning." Right. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to take care of them. This is a job to some other people, but at the end of the day, I'm near this age. Like this is gonna be me. I pray I get someone. It don't even as me. It don't even gotta be old age. I mean, my you ain't. I had my one of my aunts, um, my favorite, my one of my mom's sisters, my favorite aunt. She used to go on every trip with me. Mm. She passed away a couple years ago, and she had can she had stomach cancer, Mm. and she, and I I kind of regret this because you know how like you get, you don't want to see that person because they don't. They're not who you, you don't want to see them going to through. Yeah, you don't want to see them going through through all that. And I remember she, I think, I think she asked, she asked for me. Mm. 
and you ain't got I, I didn't. I was trying to, right. but it was kind of. It wasn't hard, but it was hard. But then it was also. I don't want to see my aunt like like that. that. But I will say that my two cousins was there. I'll do the whole thing. Do the whole thing. The whole <sighs> thing. Right by her side. Mm-hmm. Until the very end. And she probably would have enjoyed it even more and went happily if you was there. I mean, I'm... Some people yeah. like that. Like, some people can deal with it. Some people can't. I'm a whole... I mean, I done cleaned the dead bodies and I'm, you know, got them prepared for the families. And I'm going to do that. If you on your deathbed, I'm going to sit there right there. I, I've prayed with some of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know too much about, you know, praying. I'm still learning, you know, the gospel of God and all that myself. But I'm sitting there and this is what they need at that moment. To hold my hand. I'm going to hold their hand. Yeah. If it's the last breath or not. I'm a stranger to them. But at that moment, I'm everything to them. And that's just how I'm, yeah. that's just how it's going to be. I mean, shoot, my sister is a nurse. Mm-hmm. So I know she takes her job. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is the best field there is because I'm a people person. I love it. 311, I'm a night shifter. That's my stuff, 311, 11 to 7. I'm going to be up with them all hours of the night. But this facility I'm in right now. Yeah. In Greensboro, North Carolina. I'm going to say it. There's two facilities in Greensboro, North Carolina that you don't even want to touch. It's not an amount of money that'll make you go to these places. Number one, they're going to be short staffed. Number two, they don't have no wipes. They barely have linen. They barely have hot running water. And everybody at that motherfucker facility talk about everybody. Don't think you're going to go there and you go there and go to work. That's all you need to do. That is it. Because the shade is the shade is the shade over that motherfucker. Gay, queens, kings, whatever you want to call them. The, it's just horrible. From the management to the staff to the food to everything. It's just a, It just needs to close the doors. Two of them. Mm. Yeah. It's terrible. I had to talk about this because since I've been here, I came here February 3rd, went to work February 4th, and I've been working, and this is what, March now? Beginning of March, and I've been working into facilities, and honey, I don't mind going back to Philly to work for a couple weeks. That's heaven over there. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm, like I said, I, I mean, I'm of course... Places like that changed over the years. I mean, the last time I actually was able to actually walk through or been in some type of, you know, facility where either if I'm working in dietary and I mean, mm-hmm. I was that was most my first job. I was a teenager. Right. But that was 10 plus years ago now. So and it was beautiful back then. Yeah, it was nice. I don't know what it, the place looked like now. <laughs> it's probably down and drain. If it I if mean, it's even open still, it's still open. It's still there. Where was it? It was it's it was in Chester, but it was oh, like Philly. by it was okay. by Widener Widener University. And see, I when I work in Philly, I just do West Philly, Bryn Mawr, all that area over there. I do all that because I mean it's a nice area. Plus the facilities, they're gorgeous. They're beautiful. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this place was beautiful. nice. We had people, like, you had the residents, they would sit outside, on, you know, on the mm-hmm. nice days. Like, they had their little um, But their guess area what? In the bag. All these facilities right here in Philly, you know who they're being sold to? The Jewish people. 
And those sure once beautiful facilities, the Jews is taking over, and they taking away everything. Oh well, this is a quality version of wipes. Oh, they don't need wipes no more. We just give them washcloths. Let's take that. Let's take the beautiful cucumber melon, you know, body washes they have, and give them little um, Johnson Johnson little nine nine cent things about this small. They cutting everything. Oh, we are gonna cut your pay, and you are gonna do all that. So they're losing. They're losing money. But they don't care because they don't want to put out money. But then once all the regular people leave, they don't have no staff no more. So they're calling people like me. Agency, where you got to pay me a certain amount, but you paying the whole, you paying more. Wouldn't it be cheaper just to put invest in your, your people instead of calling me in? I'm going to always have a job in this field. Somebody going to call off. Somebody going to quit. Somebody just don't like the facility. So they got to offer a little bit more money and agency is always going to be around. But that's something that's good because I never knew that there was a such thing as a traveling CNA. Traveling CNA, traveling nurse. I just learned about this in 2021. I heard about the traveling nurse, but then I got wind of a traveling nurse at my job in Virginia. She was, she's been all over. She's from Connecticut. So she's been all over. And she told me, that, yeah, they do CNAs too. So once I invested in her company, I found out agency. And then I found out agency pays great. Benefits, everything. I ain't got to work for them. I'm making my own schedule and everything. And I've been with agency ever since. Mm. And wouldn't go back because the money's good. And it's, I have freedom. I'm making my own schedule if I want to work two days a week and do doubles two days, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna pick the facilities, I'm gonna work them, and I ain't gotta worry about nothing else. Mm. That's if I want to do that. But agency has been around a long time, but now since the pandemic, that's all you hear is agency travel here, travel, travel. If I go to a whole new state, they're gonna pay for my room, my board, my travel, all that tax free. Mm. That's what I'm going to get into after June. I'll be on a travel contract somewhere, probably Maine or Florida. Wow. Just the money. That's how short facilities are all over. Wow. So, guys, before you even think about putting your family member, y'all need to do some research from North Carolina to South Carolina to Georgia to Philadelphia to Virginia to New Jersey to all over don't just look at the five stars on the reviews. Really investigate into these facilities because they will sell you a dream. And then you drop your love member off there and they living in fucking horror. Point blank period. They're living in horror. Well, you heard it. Traveling CNA. Well, I do want to thank you for joining my uh, episode five and talking about this healthcare facility issue because I, I, you know, I really didn't know it was like a big issue, but clearly it is. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people just, you know, taking their loved ones to certain places without even doing their research. So it is important that you do do your research. Now I understand for certain situations, you know, that you have to, you know, put a loved one in long-term care due to certain things but just make sure that they're being well taken care of and, you know, you're not just leaving them to people that will do anything. That's really important. But thank you for tuning in to episode five. 
Um, I want to thank you for joining and talking about this because, you know, a lot of people don't really know. I had a lot I don't think a lot of people understand (laughs) also, but. I had a lot to say. Believe me, if you're a CNA, get into the traveling business because it's freedom, flexibility, it's great money. You can make your schedule, especially if you're in the age bracket as me. I am a grandmom and I am a mom. All my kids are grown, so I don't mind flopping from facility to facility to help out where there's a shortage at. But believe me, when I go in the facilities, they're going to understand what real love is. And I'm going to show them that and give them the, the best care that it is. There you have it. Well, thank you for joining episode five of Power My Life Chronicles. And you guys take care and tune in for next time.